Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Wine Talk for tonight, Wednesday, March 20, excuse me, March 14th, 2011. It's 11 p.m. Eastern. I'm your host, Stu, the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. As you know, I'll take your calls anytime during the show at 1-646-381-4860 or email me your questions at info at stuthewineguru.com. You can also go into my chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts and beer enthusiasts for tonight or Tweet me any of your questions you like to at Stu the Wine Guru on Twitter, and I'll read them live on the show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners globally for getting the word out about my show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people meets the power of the Internet. Now, if you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, videos, magazines, and TV shows I am currently a part of. Speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo, Examiner.com, Simply the Best Magazine, and last month, I inked a deal to be the contributing wine expert for Mode Magazine and host Mode TV. My first wine article will be the April-May issue, available at fine bookstores and newsstands near you. And Mode TV, I'll be doing, shooting some episodes very soon for you to view on Fox Business News and Ion Network. All my wine articles and reviews are now available on any smartphone. Just download the Hello Vino app and you can take my wine reviews and articles with you anywhere you go. Well, without further wait, uh, I'd like to bring on my guest for tonight. He has the dream job. Now, of course, that's if your dream is to drink your way around the globe. You've seen him hosting shows like Three Sheets, Half Fork Will Travel, and of course, Drinking Made Easy. He's an author, then a comedian, and I like to coin the phrase, I think, drinkologist. He'll be hosting his third annual Zane Patrick's Day event in San Diego. So go to www.drinkingmadeeasy.com to get more information and, of course, get tickets. In the immortal words of David Fetterman, wake the kids, pick the dog, tell the neighbors. It's Zane Lamprey, everyone. How are you doing? Zane, you there? I am. Can you hear me? I think we have a bad connection. Can you hear me? I hear you perfectly. You hear me oh, now? Okay. I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm all the way in California, so it's 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 a miracle that we can talk like this anyway. So it, it is. In fact, I I, it, I was thinking that there was a string attached. I was kind of tripping over it in uh, trying to communicate with you. So um, you know, bear with me on that. Um. <laughs> So let me let you know how this goes. First and foremost, I have to thank you. Um, you know, you're probably one of my favorite on-television hosts. Um, I enjoy watching you immensely, and so this is a great honor for me to have you on the show. So I want to thank you first and foremost. Um, I appreciate that. So I'm, I'm, your, uh, I'm your favorite host who has a show about drinking on HDNet. 
<laughs> yes. Of of um, of all of all the hosts that have drinking shows, yeah, I can imagine that I'm up yeah, there. You're, I think, pretty much one and when one and or two. Um, yes, exactly. So, so let me just let you know how this goes. So, um, I have people that email questions in. I have people that uh, tweet, some call. Um, I have a lot of questions myself for you. Um, okay. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so let me just kind of, you know, there's no going to be no particular order this is going to go in. So um, let me start with this. So, so let me ask, with what you do for a career, do you have any time for hobbies? And if so, should I be afraid to ask what they are? Well, I mean, I have a lot of time for hobbies, but I take the, take up that time with with other work. I mean, the, the the show we shoot half the year and then we edit it the rest of the year, and I have a, a talented crew or staff of producers and editors and stuff like that that make it happen. Um, but you know, I'm working on I'm always working on a bunch of projects. Like you mentioned, we have our St. Patrick's Day in, in San Diego coming up in, in just a few days, um, which. It's a big event. There's a lot of planning that goes around it. It's, it's, it. It could seem, it probably could survive if it was just a simple party, but we, we do our best to make it as enjoyable as possible and have a lot of fun things planned. Um, after that, we uh, start shooting the next season in May. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's always something going. I have my rum company that we're, that we're starting, and, um, you know, I have all the, the pleplius stuff uh, that we're always working on, so... I don't know. My my hobby is uh, is my work. <laughs> okay, and your work is your hobby. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, interchangeable. I like that. Um, now, again, I, I have to ask this question. I know it's going to sound kind of corny, but who are your biggest influences? I mean, because I'm thinking about how you turned out, and of course, take that the right way. Um, who are your biggest influences growing up? Were there? I mean, were there a lot of people that drank in your life that kind of molded? No, I, I don't. I don't think that. I mean, I'm I'm really an entertainer first. Um, to, I don't, you know, I don't think that. Um, well, I, I'd say, you know, I, I came out to, to Los Angeles to to do acting and hosting. I landed in a gig that had me drinking, which is, you know, what I spent my my college years doing anyway. But I didn't know there was a, a gig in it. But you know, go, going around and, and doing these interviews, as you know, there's a lot of preparation and stuff. And 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 really, it's it's about keeping the the show going and and keeping it enter, entertaining. So um, I'd say if if my influence influences were anything, it was probably you know the, the kings of late night, Carson and Letterman and and Leno, um, just watching the way that they interact and and interview people and keep it flowing and make it about the people that are being interviewed. Um, I'd say if if any were one were my influences that were you know those were them I, I didn't I didn't know enough to keep an eye on any influential drinkers uh, when I was growing up because I didn't really know that that was a, a career path no 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 mental notes no no you know like hey you know that might come in handy down the road something like that no I don't I don't think I don't think there was there was no mental note taking whatsoever when I was drinking I I, I was doing it more for sport back then <laughs> okay. Um, when did you know you were funny? Um, <laughs> you know, I think, um, uh, I, I would always just use jokes to get out of trouble when I was a kid and, uh, and it worked. And so, you know, that's the path I went down. Um, I could, I could just, I could get out of anything by telling a joke or by, by being silly. So, 
um, I think as long as I can remember, I was using humor to to get my way. So now, was that just towards adults? I mean, in other words, were authority figures, or was it more so your buddies, your friends? You know, like were you the one that that said, "Oh man, I, wow, the, the parents and the friends are laughing." Like that was more important to you than my buddies are laughing. Yeah, no, I, I think I think my audience was always older than, than I was, so my audience is always adults um, because. You know, I don't. Kids couldn't get kids anything. It was adults. I needed to charm the adults. So it's really more about making the older people laugh than than making my peers laugh. That was like more of like a score. Like if you did that, it's like okay, I scored that. that yeah, I mean, yeah. Pushing, I, I had I had higher goals. I, yeah, absolutely. Got it. Um, tell my my listeners one interesting drinking factoid, or as my grandpa would say, loin him something, Zane. Wow, that's the most general question I, you could ever ask me. Uh, it tell, is. <laughs> that's, like, that's like saying, "All right, make me laugh, funny man." Uh, <laughs> man, I mean, you know, we're, we're we're learning every day, and I I do my my uh, my podcast as well once a week, and and I'm you know as well as well as my, the TV shows and stuff. I'm always learning something. Um, I think the interesting thing is when I started doing three sheets, which people might know me more from. Um, when I was traveling around the world and drinking back in like, oh, you know, 2006 to, to, to 2009 um, or 10, I, I the first season I really wasn't paying attention. I was more concerned about entertaining, and I I really was not grasping the whole distillation, fermentation, infusion, you know, aging, all that kind of stuff. I was just I was just having fun and and drinking, and then when I realized that it was going to be my this was my job and I was doing it well and people were appreciating what I was doing, then I, I really started taking it more seriously. Although you couldn't see that I was doing that. But I was making mental notes, as you say, and, and learning. So I really, I, it, it, it was sort of a, a long time before I really started grasping all the concepts that, that maybe your listeners already know. I was the layman. I was just, I was just an average guy who didn't know where his beer came from. Gotcha, and you know, and subtlety. Yeah, that's basically what it was. You're subtly doing that. Um, I have a caller, so let's take the caller. Hold on a second. Let's see who we got here. Hi, caller. What's your name, and where are you calling from? Hey, Stu. This is Matt Simpson, the beer sommelier. Thought I'd call in and say, "Hey, how's everything going?" Say, "Hey to Zane." How you doing, Matt? Oh, man, appreciate how it. You? How are you? How are you? I, I, uh, you know. Big, big fan. Just wanted to uh, uh, introduce myself, say hello, and uh, maybe find out from Zane, um, you know, the path that led him to uh, his his current current um, position on screen. I know that um, I've been looking for various. Uh, uh, ways of of um sort of entertaining the idea of of uh, presenting on screen as well and I've been presented a couple of different projects but nothing seemed right yet and I used to work in broadcasting and television production and all that produced and directed but I worked sort of on the news side mostly and a little bit at the food network so wondering what led you to um to this spot right now well, you know, the, the, the thing is, is there there was a void. First of all, Matt, where are you a sommelier? Where, where, where about you calling from? 
Uh, my company is called the Beer Sommelier. I'm in Atlanta, and okay. um, I'm at Beer Sommelier on Twitter and uh, Beer Sommelier on Facebook, and my, my website is thebeerexpert.com. Uh, but the company is called the Beer Sommelier, and in, in short, uh, I am a uh, an event host and uh, craft beer consultant. So I'm a BJCP certified beer judge and um, uh, a whole line of stuff, but we don't have to get into all that. But anyway. So, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, the, the interesting thing was there was there was a void of these kinds of shows. I mean, some had come along, like Thirsty Traveler, and, and there was a bunch of you know other ones that, that were – around but not really in the mainstream uh not that mine have really necessarily done well in the mainstream the interesting thing about about beer wine and spirits is that especially beer and wine is that they all generally as far as tv is concerned they all generally look the same and as, as much as you might have a great experience tasting them and smelling them and experiencing them and and being in those places, it's difficult for that to translate to be interesting to the viewer. So it's 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 very difficult to make those things unique and interesting. You know, one wine cellar to the next, one brewery to the next. Cocktails a little bit easier because there's a lot more different ingredients and there's you know uh, different colors and stuff you can make. But the other thing is is, is that the shows aren't necessarily uh, sponsor or advertiser friendly, even though we're not you know, abusing what we're doing, um, it's it's not something that, you know, it, it's always, sponsors are a little wary of, of doing it because of the potential of, of overindulging or, or making their, their brand look bad. So, I mean, that's really the crux of it. There there was a void. I came in and took the, took that, that spot, but it's, it's still it's still a lot of work to to get to that place. I don't you know there there have been some other beer shows and stuff that have that have come and gone. Um, it's tough, you know, and and you just have to realize that you're making you're doing entertainment first, and the learning has to be secondary to keep those viewers interested, because most people will not know what you're talking about. Right, and I and I, I struggle with that every day in in what I do and. What I, I pride myself on on being able to uh, present craft beer to the masses in a uh, an, un, in, uh, an understandable and consumable way, not to be punny, um, but it is it is a problem. I mean, uh, nobody wants to hear about the five stages of yeast development. They just want to hear what yeast does to take uh, to take sugar water and, and make it tasty and drinkable. So um, I understand exactly where you're coming from when you when you talk about presenting it to the public in a way that's entertaining. Uh, hey, Matt, I guess, hate to cut yeah. you short, man, just only for sure. time and purposes, but I appreciate you calling in, and uh, and um, definitely call, call in the show anytime you want, and uh, i got to kind of move on to some other questions and all. You got Thanks it. Thanks so much, man. Take it easy now. So... Um, let me take some uh, email questions that have been coming in here. Uh, let's see what we got here for you, Zane. Uh, this one is from Kostas. Oh, man, I hope I'm doing this right. Kostas Voidi, 77, of Athens, Greece. It says, hi, Stu, I'm listening to your show, and Zane is extremely funny. I want to know how the monkey, Pleclius, came about on his show. Good question. That's what I wanted to know, too. <laughs> you know, that was just something that, okay, so I, again, I, I want to to make this as entertaining as possible, this show. 
Um, and I was trying to figure out ways to do that. And so I decided if I'm doing a show about drinking and I'm a comedian, why not make it um, why not make it the show a drinking game? So I took this monkey and came up with a name that basically the the dot com was available for it. Um, I called him, him I called you know the monkey Pleblius, and then I hit him throughout the scenes and. Um, uh, at one point, you know, I, I told the executive producer of, of Three Sheets, and he's like, "We got to tell the network because, you know, we can't, you know, we can't have them find out about this later and be upset." So he went and told the network, and then they got right back to him, and he's, I'm like, "Yeah, I know, they're, they're going to nix it." He's like, "No, they love it. They want more of it." So that was really how the drinking game started. And then I, I included my buddy Steve McKenna, and we had a burp game that we learned when we were in Belgium, and uh, continued to build that game, and that was really. I think that was probably the thing that really helped uh, that that show get a cult following was the fact that there was a game, um, and you know we only talked about it twice out of 52 episodes. So um, it's you know it's one of those things where if you, your friends would know and you have to learn from someone else, and I think that that's that's the way those things really gain momentum. It, I have to say, it definitely resonated without a doubt yeah. with everybody. And you know, I've I've gone onto your website, I've gone onto um Facebook, I've gone on to drinkingmadeeasy.com, dot com and, and you know, there's a running theme there. I mean obviously Pleplius and uh and, and Steve of course. Which brings me to the next question. How did Steve McKenna You like that segue? How did Steve McKenna come into your life and is he donating his liver for scientific research when he dies? I'm just out of curiosity. I don't know. I don't know what his. I don't know what his deal is. He. We became buddies in college, um, and uh, funny. I, I. I realized that I wanted to be an entertainer in college, and my junior year, middle of my junior year, I decided, you know, I'm going to go out for a play. Um, I had avoided being in the theater department. I was. I was afraid of, you know, what my friends yes. would say. But then, I, then right. I was just like, screw it, I'm going to do it. And uh, I went there, and the star, believe it or not, the star of, of the theater department at Cortland College in upstate New York was, uh, was, was Steve McKenna. And I, got, I went in there, and I did well, and I auditioned, and I got the lead of the play that they were, they were doing, and Steve didn't. And so he, he basically spent like a month trying to sabotage me before we actually became friends. And, and so he, you know, he, that's just the crazy thing about Steve. He was, he was like a force to be reckoned with back in college. And, 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 you know, he was the king of the theater department. He was like a Shakespeare expert and all this other stuff. And now he's just sitting at the bar drinking. So I don't know. I don't know what that that shows our kids. And then he Steve McKenna himself. (laughs) And, and, you know, and and now his name is synonymous with, with being, uh, being intoxicated. And, um, he is an amazing uh, sidekick. He's an amazing co-host because uh, he lets the situations be, and and when he's needed. Now again, this goes back to the whole entertainment thing of like my job as an entertainer first. Um, he's a great he understands that, I was gonna say he understands that when there's a lull, when there's a slow moment, that's when he steps in and does something stupid, and that's fantastic. I have to say he really is. He's a he's a great great plus and asset to your show. Yeah. So um, the other thing I was gonna say was. Um, so let me just go. Let's go left field. So I've opened up your refrigerator right now. What would be the contents? Um, 
Well, it's funny because st- I'm starting to empty that out because I'm going away for, for a few weeks. Um, so right now I have uh, a few beers that I got from uh, from Mission Brewery. Um, I became friends with, with them a while back, and uh, he came up. He was on my show and brought some beer. And then and then yesterday um, we ha- we did something for the podcast. We had some uh, some guys from from uh, Paps Blue Ribbon come up, and they brought all their products. So, you know, but the beer is not going to go bad while I'm away. So it's it's pretty much, it's pretty much if you open the fridge, uh, it's pretty much just beer in there. Beer, some wine, some sake. It's, it's okay. Cool. So in your honor, right now, if you can hear this, you have actual PBR? beer. I, I wish. <laughs> I haven't had PBR in like 20 years. I'm I know, I know when, they, when they came in, I, I shotgunned it. <laughs> you were like, oh, yeah, definitely. I have Blue Point out of Long Island, New York. I've got the uh, toasted lager, by the way, so I'm going to take a sip of this moment one second. Where is where is that made? Whereabouts in Long Island? Do you know? Question. Um, uh, I should know this. Um, you know what? Is it, not, will, uh, is it not stay on there? Was it just say Long Island? Blue Point um, Brewing Company, Long Island. You know, like it, it, oh, like come, it's, on, it's come on, guys, that's not very exacting. There's two counties in Long Island. Um, we're we're going to be doing a show there. We're gonna, I mean, this season we'll be doing uh, an episode in the Hamptons, where I spent two summers. I have a question so for you. We're going, going oh, back there. Okay. I have a question for you. I know you've been down to to Florida before. Any chance yeah. you're coming back down to Miami or? or South Beach or anything like that again? I mean, I was I was just there for the South Beach uh, Food Wine Festival, right. um, and I, I might be coming back to meet with some folks at, at Southern Wine and Spirits, and and uh, uh, but nothing in the pipeline quite quite yet. But I, I'm you know I, I find myself in all corners of the country throughout the year. Well, I, I'm putting it out there. The next time you're you're here, you got to let me know in advance. Because there's some cool places I, I could definitely take you to. I, in fact, um, I'm sure you're familiar with uh, Jody Ness of uh, you know Wine Portfolio, or I've heard of him before within yeah. the uh, industry. Okay, when he came down to Miami, I did his Miami show, so um, I took him all over the place. But I digress. Um, next question <laughs> is from uh, coming from Georgina601 from Rome, Italy. I love this. Well, from all over the place. And it says, ciao, Stu. That's my best Italian. Um, I have seen oh, Zane. That's on... horrible Italian, by the way. That was horrible. Isn't it? You went even crazier? I took seven years of Italian between junior high and high school. How scary is that? Wow. It should sound much better. Ciao, Stu. I have seen Zane on the show. This is where the Italian stops. I have seen Zane on the show, three sheets, and think he is a very funny man. Please ask Zane if he has a favorite drink. Thank you. Okay, Georgina, 601 from Rome, Italy. Thank you for your question. Go ahead. Thank you, That's a completely unfair question. Um, that'd be I didn't like, ask it. That'd, that'd be like picking a favorite sibling. You know, it's like it's uh, right now you're having your you're having your, your blue point because you feel like having that. At some, at some point, you're going to grab something else because you feel like having that. I mean, that, I think that's – and I don't mean to, to, to be a politician when I answer this because I really don't have a favorite drink. There's so many okay. drinks out there to try. It's like it's kind of like having a favorite food and living in a big city. It's like I can eat so many different things every night of the week. I'm not going to ever eat the same thing or, or, or really have a, a, a preference. Um, there's there's beer 
beer days, there's wine days, there's cocktail days. Um, there used to be shot days, but, you know, those are long gone. Gotcha. <laughs> Unless we're filming something, so. Um, no, I, let's see. If I were to have one right, something right now, I, I probably would crack open a, a, a lager or something like that. Okay, that's cool. So now I'm going to go to my question, and then I'll go back to another question that we get emailed in here from everywhere. Um, in your opinion, culturally, who are the coolest drunks? And conversely, the worst drunks in the world? All right, well, I, I have an answer for this because this is one I get asked a lot, believe it or not. Um, the best people to drink with are, are really the ones that are most tightly wound um, in in their culture, in that it's, they're very rigid. Uh, these are negative words. They're not, they're not supposed to be, but, you know, um, it's like the J- Japanese, German, gotcha. they, you know, there's a lot of work, you know, pride with their work and all that kind of stuff. Again, I'm not really saying this right. But but when, you know, during the day, they're very serious about every, everything they're doing. And this is a very big generalization, by the way. Yeah, but but But, you know, and like in South Korea, during the day, very serious about what they do, no matter what their job is, taking it seriously from, you know, from A to Z. And when they... And it, when they are lined, they unravel, and it's fantastic. And, it's, and you know, you might be scared to go out and drink with some giant German guys that were, you know, that, you know, are, are not laughing during the day, but go and have some drinks with them, and it's just, like, it's amazing. They just unwind and, and go crazy. As far as, like, the, the worst, I mean, you know, there- we all have our I, – I, we all have our, 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 our Steve McKenna's of our groups, you know what I mean? So – so those are the ones that ma- that, that make it bad for, yes, for the rest do. of us. But what's that? Yes, we do. Yeah. Why? Are, why are you the McKenna of your groups too? Uh, you, oh, you know, and if I was, do you think I'd admit it? Yeah, well, that's I, the I, point. I, if, I, if you, I, I think you, if you, if you are the Steve McKenna, you don't know. Right. No, no, I'm I'm definitely not the Steve McKenna. I would probably and I oh, like then, to it's, think then it's definitely you then. Well, you see, it's a lose lose situation. If I say I'm not. Then you think I am? If I say I am, exactly. That's how I set it up. That's how I set it up to you. You're, you're good. And see, you set them up. I knock them right down. Um, so here's another question. If you, this is my question that I ask all of my guests. Um, so every other question is unique, except for this one question. If you could share a glass of libation, anything, with anyone alive or someone who passed on in history, who would it be? And why? I don't know. Jesus, God, like he'd like to like to drink wine. Okay. Um, that's my not alive guy. Uh, alive. That you go to guy? I I'd say I don't know. Maybe I I think it'd be kind of cool to have a beer with Obama. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll take yeah. that as my answer. Why not? He seems like a guy. After I, 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 I kick his butt in basketball. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just one of those. Okay, you cry in your tears in your beard uh, beers. Right. Um, I dunk on him like I was eighteen again, and then we'd go have a beer. <laughs> okay. So, so the next one is from Beer Goggles. Now, these people come up with incredible names, screen names. That's a good from, one. Um, hi, Stu and Zane. Saying hi to you, I guess. Uh, great show, Stu. My question is: Does Zane really drink as much as it looks on his show? Good question. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm always when I'm drinking, I'm drinking. Um, when I'm in the scenes, 
you know, I'm not like ever faking pretending like I'm drinking something. Um, but, um, but we do shoot the show over the course of two, sometimes two and a half, three days. And it's cut, it's cut together to make it look like a day. So, um, you know, I, I hate to step off the pedestal for a moment, but like, you know, I, I, I can't drink like that in a day every day. Some days I can, some days I can, but, but so I know, right. yes, I am always drinking when I'm drinking, but it's not, it's not one day like, like it looks. Right, right. Okay. Um, let's see who else we have a question here is from. Um, I'm going to ask uh, another one of my questions. Uh, um, you it, it, was there a favorite place to visit and, and a favorite drinking custom? Oh, you know, I did. I went to 52 countries um, or 50 countries and shot 52 episodes, and that was in three sheets. With drinking it easy, it's been it's been 50 cities in the U.S. Right. Um, I can't. I can't tell you a favorite. I couldn't even. I couldn't even rule out any as a favorite. I think there were there were some surprises. Croatia was one of those places that I never saw myself going, and I was extremely and pleasantly surprised by it. Um, Taiwan, a, a similar thing. South Korea, another thing. Um, New Zealand. Um, I mean, all these wonderful places. I mean, we pick these places because they have rich drinking cultures and because they have rich cultures and great people. So we we went to the best places, and it's really difficult to pick the best of the best. And that's the same with Three Sheets and with Drinking It Easy. Gotcha. Well, Zane, look, I, unfortunately, we have run out of time. I mean, I want to thank you very much for joining me I tonight. Appreciate it. I, I want everyone who will be traveling to San Diego for St. Patty's Day weekend to go to Zane's Day event. Go to www.drinkingmadeeasy.com for more info. And, Zane, you are the man. I'm telling you, it, it's, it's a pleasure having you on here. It's incredible to watch you on television. Uh, I, I hope that I can come even remotely close to the uh, impact that you've had um, on, you know, everyone that's interested in uh, humorous hosts who, uh, you know, keep us entertained. So, then thank you. Look, if you want, if, if, really, if you really want to do that, go out and get a stupid co-host, and you'll be on your way. <laughs> well, those uh, more important words could never have been spoken. Um, thank you. Again, and I appreciate it. And uh, I will I hope I get as many people out there uh, for your event as possible. Fantastic. And, um, I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, Stuart. So have a have a great evening. Take care. You too. Cheers. Cheers. That was Zane, and I think that was an incredible uh, time. Uh, he really, 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 I tell you, he gives it up uh, informationally. Um, that's the show for tonight. Some show notes. Thanks for the great feedback from Twitter, Facebook, and social media on my TV gig, uh, NBC's Miami Nonstop Show, Nonstop Foodies, the blast shooting my your wireless segments. You can watch them nationally five days a week. Check your local cable provider. Down here in South Florida, it's on Advanced Cable, Channel 133, and Comcast Channel 216. I'm very proud of this project and being on an NBC show. Upcoming wine fairs I'll be at, attending uh, as media sponsor, March 23rd through the 25th, Boca Bacanal at Meisner Park in Boca Raton. Uh, keep reading Simply the Best magazine on newsstands all over Florida for more of my wine articles and reviews. Look for my featured wine articles in Mode Lifestyles magazine worldwide. Watch me on Mode TV coming to Fox Business News channel, and ION TV. 
I've also done interviews for Ray TV in Italy, uh, Midlife Road Trip Show, the Key West Kitchen. Uh, links are posted on my website, www.sudawineguru.com. I'm answering your requests for in-home wine tastings here in South Florida and setting up my schedule to host them as time permits. Keep your requests coming to info at sudawineguru.com via email. That's the show for tonight. I want to thank everyone who listened in, called in, and emailed the questions. I want to especially thank my guest, Dane Lamprey, for coming on tonight. If you have any questions about the show, you can email them to info at stewthewineguru.com. You can go to my website as well at www.stewthewineguru.com and click the link for all my wine articles, videos, and to listen to archived wine talk shows. As I always say, if it's time to pour the wine, it's time for Stew the Wine Guru. Drink up. Good night. And good one. And now on Black.